you off? I get it. She has flips and stuff. We may be Stop, stop, stop. If we say that, they won't keep listening. Morons of the Mothers. This here crossover episode of Morons of the Multiverse and D2B2 Sports is one of the oldest recordings I've got in my archives. We laid this bad boy down back in January 2022, a couple weeks after I first bought my recording gear. We've got a few other episodes that were recorded in this January through March stretch, but this one, this one was a particularly fun day. It was the first time Mike and Nick ever met. And we had an absolute blast setting the foundations of Good Fun Media. Enjoy! children of all ages we are here doing a crossover event with d2b2 sports and morons of the multiverse i'm Derek weber here with my co-host from d2b2 mr nikki sager coming at you live and my dear co-host of morons of the multiverse mr mike mcgarry hello everybody good evening (laughs) dude we are thrilled we are ecstatic this is our first time crossing over as a trio. This is the first time Nick and Mike have met one another. The inaugural uh, multicast. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. The inaugural. And uh, this is take two of said inaugural because take <laughs> one, I did not do a proper sound check and we just weren't really getting Mr. Mike McGarry over there at all. No take one. two of doing something for the first time ever is the opposite of redundant. God, we're just really getting into this. Actually, today, it does not make any sense whatsoever. And... So, so far, my, my grammar has been under fire from these two gentlemen since the arrival here. This is the second first time we've done this. Hey, as everyone knows that's listened to me do anything in life, I like to turn a phrase, even if the phrase means no fucking anything. No fucking anything. Yeah, I've only seen you hit yourself with a quarter twice now. So we're good. We're on a roll today. Oh, oh, on yeah. a roll we a are. Roll. That's classic. I will drink to that. Keep yeah. rolling, rolling, or rolling. pretty what? much anything else for that matter. And on that note, we are here today doing this crossover because we're doing a fantasy draft. And that fantasy draft for Mike and I is going to be MCU hero specific. And for Big Nick over here can mean any hero of any universe. We're going to open the door for me a little bit based on the, the dearth of knowledge. Not exactly my area of expertise. But Indeed. we got... We, we, we broke open the books a little bit. We did some research. We feel pretty prepped. We feel like we put in the time, and we're going to see how I, how I stack up. Coach Sager's feeling ready. I feel pretty ready as well. And we did a random draft order generator on the interwebs, <laughs> and we allowed that to determine our order. I got the number one pick. Thank you, random robot. Mr. Nick Sager got the number two pick. My favorite number. And Mr. Mike McGarry rounds it out with the number three pick. And we will be operating in a snake draft this evening. So for those of you unfamiliar with fantasy terminology, that means Mike will then go with his second pick, then Nick, and then me again, and then me again. We go back and forth like a little snake on a little piece of paper. The opposite of a sparkler draft. 
Are there? That's, I like. I like the idea of a sparkler draft. That sounds like chaos. Snakes and sparklers. Well, I see you got them snakes and sparklers, but where's good stuff, man? Good stuff. This is the good stuff. Snakes and sparklers. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff to explode, go boom. Why is that good? <laughs> you might, might as well ask, why is the tree good? Why is the sunset good? Why are boobs good? Man, firecrackers. You stick them in mailboxes, you drop them in toilets, you shove them up bullfrog's ass. I would never do that, because I'm going to be a veterinarian. Well, there you go. Someone shoves an M80 up a bullfrog's butt, blows him to pieces. He comes back to you to fix it. You win twice, brother. It's good biz. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes? No spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? Ah, nice. This is it. Well done. Firework puns. Yeah. Shitty firework puns. <laughs> Joe Dirt puns. It's all right. It's Joe my hero. Dirt. That's who I would have picked if I was Nick. <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> I stopped. Listen. You don't know what I've got up my sleeve. Joe Dirt might make a cameo. It's wrong, right? Dude, that is a stellar pick. We need to come up with some subcategory of something that makes us have to do Joe Dirt eventually. Oh, we'll get there. We will. I have no doubt about that. (laughs) This is a morons of the multiverse event, after all. (laughs) Our multiverse can include the Joe Dirt universe. Yes. Yes. So with my number one pick, without any further ado... I'm taking a last-second curveball. I made this decision mere minutes ago to switch from my intended number one pick, if I so landed it, to Mr. Groot. I am Groot! OG Groot, though. Like, big-ass Groot. Like, I love baby Groot. He's my homie. But OG, big-ass Groot. Senior Groot. Senior Groot. And he's going to be my offensive and defensive line just plug. You're not getting past him. He's going to p- run his vines up through the ground and make whole big-ass walls. He's going to be able to sack the quarterback by running his little vine arm underneath defenders and tripping a quarterback and stuff. He's just an unplanned againstable weapon. Yeah, I mean, we're having a tough time debating that. He is quite the weapon. He does really do a lot. I mean, he's got some maybe some weak sides, but I think his strengths definitely outshadow those. I mean, it's a little precarious. You grabbed him number one here. I just feel like when you see a prize that good on the board and a character that you love as much as I love Groot. You definitely planted your seed early. I see where yeah. you, uh, you, no, the, you took a position and you're standing by it. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm doubling oh. down. Your boy believes in Groot. Mr. Nick, hit me with your number two pick. We really went back and forth here because I was trying to establish what I thought was going to be more important in terms of building a team from the ground up, in terms of what you wanted your foundation to be. And I, I ultimately settled that I wanted to take, uh, I wanted to get back to my to my roots, not my groots like you did, but I wanted to stick to my roots and uh, really channel all of my favorite New York Giants football teams of the past, which were which were built around great defensive lines, great linebacking cores. And if you're going to take that approach, you got to go with someone that's big and mean 
and fierce, and who better to, to build a defensive around than the Hulk? You know, I'm sorry, I just get so angry all the time. Hulk always, always angry. Well, we're the same, you and I, but just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. I like water. Mm. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like real fire. Hulk like raging fire. I like smoldering fire. <laughs> It's a phenomenal pick. Is there a better way to approach this? I don't know that I even had any other idea. I mean, I thought of a couple clever little tricky offensive guys that I could weasel in and try to build around, but they're more going to be gadget guys. They're guys, their names you're going to hear, but they're not the foundation. They're not the core. Mike and I, in our show prep in the past, with when we were birthing this idea for a superhero draft, had Hulk as our consensus number one pick. Sure. That was the guy I swerved off of last second and took root. So by all means, well done getting in there. Taking the fucking guy. Big, that physical, angry. Found, like you fierce. said, foundational piece. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah. stuff. Now, the only question, I mean, do you do like a, you know, a <clears throat> Mark Ruffalo? Or do you more do more like the Edward Norton route? You go like crazed, angry scientist? Or do you do like the kind of happy-go-lucky funny one that's also really sad? Um, <laughs> but has a brief but hot kiss with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but he mm. fucked that up too. He did fuck that up too, but hey, none <laughs> that would of us just lead to more Scar anger and more ability to channel that anger on the field. It's fair. Transition that into so we're going Ruffalo. Pure energy yeah. and performance. The first ever set of green blue balls. Oh, <laughs> green's a shade of blue. <laughs> Aquamarine balls. Aquamarine, Aquamarine balls. <laughs> it's time to put balls in holes. He said whatever I want. I get it. He loves evil. Apparently, more than he loves vagina. Veiny. Oh. <laughs> Aquamarine balls as uh, as another ska name, for the record, Mike. Uh, another ska band name from like the early two thousands that I could have that I would have went to that show. I'd have seen that handbill in like two thousand three, and I'd have been like, yeah, I'm gonna go to this weird basement and watch this band play. I don't even know what to say about that, but yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, you two would have been at that show with me. <laughs> Fine. Would have been a good time. Possible Marine Balls would have played like 37 minutes of really fast trumpet. Yeah, post Juggalo convention, you would have gone to check out Aquamarine Balls. Mm. I actually dodged the Juggalo thing mostly. To be like weirdly enough, I somehow surprisingly did. That's not. You're just saying that because you fear that somebody might actually hear this outside of this basement at some point. Yeah. If this ever <laughs> gets popular, you don't want that to be on your resume. No, I mean, I Your actually digital can, resume. I can't attest to that. Knowing you that long, you have never been affiliated with the Juggalos. It's never <laughs> been my thing. Like no. just, they never uh, gripped me. I mean, I love Fago a fuckload. So, yeah, like, dude, that Fago's side tight. of the fandom, I really respected always. <laughs> I, I witnessed that from afar. I was like, hey, I fuck with Fago too. I get these people to a degree, but it just never. The rest of the way, like the shitty music, just never grabbed me after that. And I don't fucking like clowns. I'm, a, I'm indifferent about clowns. I just don't really care about them. I'm not afraid of them. I don't really care about them. I just I'm like I don't. I'm not fond of them either. I don't like them. I'm no, afraid I'm of people that are afraid of clowns. I feel like if a is that like a if a clown is something that you find to be a scary proposition, like there's something about you that doesn't resonate well with me. Like a reverse pocophobia. Nice. Like yeah, it's it's just I, I'm not like I don't know that I'm like fully terrified of. I, I don't know. I just don't like them. They're <laughs> That's weird. That's fair. And I mean, it's just a weird thing to do. Like, yo, check it out today. Our uh, whole entire goal is to fill this tiny fucking car with, like, as many of us as we can get in there. 
and there's not a damn thing you can do about it because we're gonna fucking do it. Like, I don't really love the prospects of that personally, but that is some horrifying clownery that you refer to, my friend. I imagine uh, that, Doug that, Rose it, doing that. Like I, the I smell. Do, I I don't want to imagine that smell. That is that is a big pass for me, sir. It's also weird to like fill up your monthly calendar and like your whole goal in terms of filling up your monthly calendar is to see how many different children's birthday parties you can attend where you don't know anybody. <laughs> that's a weird proposition. That's true. Yeah. What yeah, are you doing this month? I knocked out of the park. I got 47 kids' birthday parties I'm going to. I don't know anybody. Half of them are named Alex. <laughs> yeah. Boys and girls. It's a weird world with clowns are living in these days, but we got to do it. <laughs> that was me honking a flower. Like and on that I, note... <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah, it is. Hey. With two picks. I am. Mikey, two picks over here. Oh, hey. I'm coming in first with Korg. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. Over here, a pile of rocks waving at you. Here. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has knives for hands. I'm starting, I'm starting with Korg. Uh, he's a rock. Gonna tote the rock. Um, he's big. He's brooding. He tried to start a revolt, um, which also, to, in my opinion, tells me that he can organize, um, though the organizing wasn't great. Um, but still, he's got Meek, um, as, you know, uh, we've... One might of, even say he's in desperate need of leadership. Yeah, he is in desperate need of... Need, or, Desperate need of leadership. Definitely, Ned leads. Um, and yeah, he needs a lot of leadership. He needs help. Um, but he's a cornerstone. He's big. He's bulky. Um, he's deceptive. I think. Oh, he's a prime athlete. Yeah, just beautiful. And I love Korg. And I want to see him get paid. Um, Korg is living with Thor, as far as I know. And I think that that's Thor, like in, Thor in a bad way. Um, <laughs> Yeah, not pretty even smelly like, Thor, yeah. Not even, like, good <laughs> Thor. It's not like he's on Asgard, like, chilling up there and stuff. They're, like, in this dirty house and, like... Yeah, surrounded by old beer kegs and yeah. bottles and shit. You and, just know it's. I mean, you get to play a lot of video games, and that's cool. And, like, having Thor there to, like, shit-talk kids that talk shit to you on the internet is cool. Yeah. But, like, imagine if Korg had a little bit of pocket change, you know, and yeah. you could get him out on a yacht. I respect like... that. He deserves the payday. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right, my friend. Yeah, no I wanna question s- about I want to see him flirt. Not a man of means. I want to see him. No, not at all. But he could be. And not, I, not... I'd, like, I'd like to see Korg not a with just a means. big. He's solid. I want to see Korg with just a big, fat gold chain on after your guys' first game, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That chain could be meek. He's like a big golden thing. <laughs> Big shimmering goopy He's, guy that lays eggs. It's weird. Are those eggs? Even, I don't. Yeah, are those eggs. I can't yeah, you do get Meek as the throw-in. Meek is the fair. throw-in. It's like a yeah. double. Yeah, like yeah, Meek's pretty useless on the field unless paired with Cork. So, however, that leads to my next pick, which pairs with them both, like lemon tuna fish. That is Thor. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. Who are you? I am the god of. So naturally, I want my like I said, I want my broy quarterback. And you got the, well, and you got the roommates. That's nice. There's some good chemistry yeah. there, you know. I mean, we saw it with Burrow and Chase this year, right? You're just following a model that works. Yeah, big time. Yeah, they party together. Like it's it's cool. Like they just hang out all the time. 
Thor is usually the drunk one, it seems like. Uh, Korg and uh, Meek don't really drink there. Um, but Thor's definitely drinking. And uh, I, I can just tell he could, he could probably chuck a pigskin a quarter mile. Like, I just know it. I mean, so, he is a god. Yeah. Longevity. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, like a Tom Brady kind of guy. He's going to be around. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, oddly enough, if you put him in the NFL at the same time as Brady, Brady's career still might go longer, and Thor's already 5,000 years old. Fair. <laughs> like, and we still might get, like, Brady, like, ah, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it past you. I just don't know. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's aging in reverse. It's really weird. It's super it's really creepy. fucking weird. I think yeah. it's probably the fact that he doesn't eat bread. Yeah, there's a proposed it's either theory, that or it's the UGG boots. It's have either of, of you watched the Paul Rudd show uh, "Living with Myself" on Netflix? If not, no. So there's a Tom Brady has a cameo in two episodes of that, and it actually proposes what I think is the best real theory on how Tom Brady is so young and vibrant still. And I won't spoil it for any of you listeners, but uh, it's the fact that Brady did this to me, I think was showing people. He's like, it's so unbelievable. I'm going to make a movie about it, but I think it's real. That's one of my crazy conspiracy theories I live with. Now I watched that special and I was like, no, this is fucking real. But anyway, I, I mean, it's like Nicolas Cage being a vampire. I that's fully real. believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Tracks. Nick, we're back to you. We got a, get a nice pair of picks there from Mike. We uh, we got the Thor Ragnarok or uh, the post Ragnarok, post Infinity War roomies mm-hmm. unlock the Asgardian roomies. I, I like the uh, I like the synergy that uh, that Mike went with in terms of uh, of building the core of his team with his first two picks. And I'm going to do something a little bit similar. I think that uh, I mean, listen, I'm just going to try to m- monopolize. Uh, a strong defensive front, a strong line ranking core. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it, and uh, next to Hulk, I'm gonna pop in Luke Cage as another linebacker. I think. Ooh. Oh man, Ooh. about to spit citizens. You are in for a treat. One of the best to pick up the mic. The one and only Method Man. I yell sway, you already. I'm gonna dedicate this one to the hardest individual on the street right now. Luke Cage, you already know. Bulletproof love your way, brother. Let's get it. Listen. Man, it is what it is. Can't understand a man if you ain't live what he lived. Roaches in the crib ain't got no food up in the fridge. Plus the crime running rampant and it's screwing up the kids. Sway a what kind of paradise is this? I just want my 40 acres and some carrots on the wrist. But the snakes is trying to gather in the bed Where you get the cotton out, plucking ashes off the clip Off the rip, now a challenger exists Any bulletproof, shoot what kind of caliber is this? Got thugs in the store with the barrel on your lips Saying empty out the door before he pound you with the grip Lord, who the call when no one obeys the law And there ain't no Iron Man that can come and save us all Power to the people in Luke Cage The cause and the cops got it wrong We don't think Cage involved Look, dog, a hero never had one. Already took Malcolm and Martin. This is the last one. I beg your pardon, somebody pulling the fast one. Now we got a hero for hiring. He a black one. And bullet hole hoodies is the fashion. We in Harlem's paradise, tell a captain that I'm about to trade the mic for a magnum. Give up my life for Trayvon to have one. Cheer, cause this is bulletproof love. And you already know what a bulletproof does. So you can take it from a bulletproof thug. The hood got his back, dog. Bulletproof love. Blood thicker than mud, and who am I to judge if you get a gun in the club? Cause you already know what a bulletproof does when the hood got your back door. Bulletproof love. Shout out to Pop, RIP, my brother. 
I don't know how anybody's gonna ever be able to move the ball if you're looking at Hulk and Luke Cage on the other side of the line of scrimmage. That's a terrifying front. I love the Luke Terrifying. Yeah, that's like an all-linebacker pick. Like, you don't even need a defense anymore. Yeah, that's oh, it. Dude, you can, and you can let Luke Cage roam on the defense, too. You yeah. can put him up front. He can play like Ray Lewis in the middle. Like, you can do a lot of stuff with Luke Cage. I'll tell you what else I have He's on my side. He's fucking bulletproof. Is, I was going to say, the bulletproof leads me to believe that there should be zero injury risk ever. Oh, yeah. yeah what, sure. What's the concern of Luke Cage missing a game, right? Not, There's not. Not going to happen. COVID. All he has to do is show up and, and maybe hopefully not get COVID. Other than that, smooth sailing, baby. Consistency, physicality, strength. It's a mean front. Yeah, no, it's, it's mean. mean front. I gotta get clever. I gotta get clever a little bit later because I don't have anything offensive whatsoever as mm-hmm. of this point. But we got some some tricks. Well, you can kind of play Hulk in a lot of positions. He's definitely full a linebacker back. type. Full linebacker, full back him, um, or he's definitely a big like Vince Wilfork type, like just right there eating up space in the middle. Who's gonna? I mean, who really wants to take that on? Well, you can even take a setup where you've got Hulk as the lead blocker for Luke Cage running the ball at the goal line. Or the other way around. Exactly. Fullback, yeah. fullback, backfield. I'm intrigued. We went, we went power, power with our first two picks. It's nice. Uh, so, so far we've got a pair of powerhouses lined up together on Big Nick's team. And we've got a couple of roomies... So are you playing Thor mostly quarterback, you said, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah I want so, Thor on quarterback. Yeah, so I need a quarterback of equal dynamic energy and equal prestige. Mm-hmm. But I'm going for a little bit more wholesome. I'm going for a little bit more inspirational. Oh, boy. Who better to give the fourth quarter, we're down by three, we're making a big drive here speech than Steve Rogers, Mr. Captain oh, America. Oh, yep, there he is. Notice you've copied my bid. Oh, by the way, this is a friend of mine, Tree. I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. It's like, who better to rally the team when all seems lost, when everything seems hopeless? I could do this all day. I could do this all day. Oh. oh. I could do this all day. Anyway, sorry, I, I won't uh, go Broadway on you guys too many more times. I'm lying. I, I will you do could. that. But uh, nonetheless, I'm taking Steve Rogers. He's my leader. He is my quarterback. And uh, more importantly, hopefully my friend eventually. And that's the part of that I really hope to gain out of this. Damn. Is like a good mentor. I, I need Steve Rogers to mentor my life. Really help me build myself to a better man. And I think Steve can do that while leading my team to victory. It's dope. And, and uh, Yeah, it's dope and deep. Thank Very you. deep. Thank I you. I meant deep, but I said dope, and I meant that too. I like both. It's fine. Uh, so I'm going to go next with – so I start the third round now. I'm going – Steve needs a weapon. Steve needs a deep threat. And who better than Quicksilver? <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Not even fair. Super duper speedster. Just gonna get down the field ultra quick. Steve's gonna get in the rock. Like they're just gonna snap the ball, and Steve can just lob the ball up immediately towards the end zone. And Quicksilver can just be down there, just get down there and find it. Uh, you know, like he could get the ball anywhere on the field. Yeah. It's awesome, you know. Uh it's a it's a simple pick. It's just building my offense. Groot can build the wall on the offensive line with whoever else I wind up plugging in with him up there. Giving Steve plenty of time to drop back, 
and just use that superhuman strength he's got. Use that sweet, sweet juice flowing through his arms. Juice! That was a good one! And lob it downfield for Quicksilver to come up and grab it. That's a good pick. <laughs> Are his arms actually filled with sweet, sweet juice? <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. I'm glad you asked. It's like the... His arms are fago for days. Just grape soda all day long. Sweet, sweet Captain America juice. Well, that those are my pair of picks, you know? That's I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop this offensive party. You uh you you took one idea that I had, but I've got something that is it's not the most exciting thing because it's a little bit comparable to what you did, but I think it has to happen. I think that I've got uh I've got a defensive core that's pristine. I've got two guys that can also play running back that can't be stopped at the goal line. So I need a little bit of a deep threat on my team as well. And I'm just going to, honestly, I'm going to go a little bit copycat on you. And I'm just going to follow up your Quicksilver pick with the Flash. Yeah. My name is Barry Allen. I am the fastest man alive. This was the number one hero. I was like, if Nick doesn't draft this guy, he didn't do his research. Well done, sir. Yeah. This was a must grab. So I've, got, uh, multiverse. I've got a little bit of diversity. I've got some power football. I've got a deep threat. I can play the spread game. And I'm excited to watch. I'm going to have... We're coming uh, together here. I'm going to have Quicksilver lining up at corner again, like... Well, it's going to be... It's going to be those two yeah. versus yeah. each other the whole game. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's going to be an exciting matchup to watch. It is exciting. Yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit scared for what uh, what's going to happen on old Mikey's side if he doesn't have that kind of speed. Mm. Don't worry, guys. I got you. Oh, all right. No I, concern. I believe in Mike as well. But it's uh, this exciting stuff. We're building. We're building some powerhouse matchups already here. I'm into it. It's beautiful. And Mike, you got two picks. Lead us into the fourth round, my friend. What you got? So you guys are really, really worried about these outside guys. I mean, really getting down the field, playing your nine routes. I'm going. Uh, I need an inside guy. That's my man, Scott Lang. Do you want to grab him with me? I'm Ant Man. They're Hulk fans. Wait, they don't know no, Ant-Man. No. Oh, nobody, does. nobody does. No, he wants you. I he don't want to take, take a picture with him. <laughs> yeah, look, should. he's even saying no, he doesn't. I but get come it. Come on, the kid. I don't want it but, either. But you, I don't want a picture with but them. But he's going to feel bad. Sorry. They're happy to. They, they said they'll do it. I don't want No, you feel bad. Take the goddamn phone. Okay. I'm going to Ant-Man. That's my slot receiver. Yeah. My Danny Amendola. Outstanding. My Julian Edelman. And he can shrink. Like, imagine him, like, <laughs> grabbing the ball and just spontaneously shrinking. How are you, How's the Hulk going to react no, to that? See, I, picture, I also picture him as, like, you'll be able to disguise him in coverage and just, like, defense will think you've only got ten guys on the field and you've just got, like, Scott back there. Yeah. yeah. Like, just riding around yep. on Antony 7. Or, it's funny because when he actually shrinks down to his ant size, he, yeah. he I, I, I double. Antonio Banderas. Antonio. Ben, oh, yeah. very nice. I, yep. I, I did double check this because I want to make sure that I'm not speaking out of line here. But um, when he goes to full ant size, he's actually the exact same weight as Danny Woodhead. Damn. That's some good research. Same there. weight. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, that tracks, actually. I, yeah. I, can, yeah. I can see how that would play. The Danny Woodhead that once gave out autographed Danny Woodhead jerseys at a bar in Boston and nobody knew that it was him. You wouldn't it's know. a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you recognize Danny Woodhead? Yeah, other than like his. Why yeah. would you want a Danny Woodhead autographed jersey? <laughs> hey, man, I would. I mean, I at least know he's a famous football player versus like physically recognizing him. I'd do that. You for didn't him. know that he was the size of an ant. I did not know he was the size of an ant. So you learn stuff all the time. Yeah. See, this is kind of like Scott Lang, though, like where, you know, 
when Hulk is getting the picture taken and nobody wants a picture with Ant-Man, nobody wants a picture with Danny Woodhead. Oh, you guys don't want a picture with me? I, I'm Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Woodhead's just like, yo, I used to be a focal point. <laughs> I was I was Brady's like favorite to second favorite weapon for a few years at a period of time. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. You just can't tell. Like you can't tell. Yeah. But yeah. That's fair. So yeah, he's love my, the Scott Lang pick. Definitely my slot, and then I'm going. I'm going to follow it right up, and I'm going back on your routes. Um, now I am going to take my deep threat, and I'm going with Vision. Let's take out the papers and the trash, or you will get no spending cash. If you don't scrub the kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yaggy yak. Don't talk back. Good luck with that. You cover <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, he's got speed. He's got everything. He's indestructible, basically. I mean, you can't tackle him because he can just, like, make himself. He can phase change. Yeah. He yeah. can just, like, phase and you just tackle through him and miss. And he's undoubtedly probably the smartest person on any football field. Yeah, I, that's a high IQ. That's a coach's player right there. For I was sure. actually kind of like, you know, really thinking about putting him in as my coach. That, he's actually the equivalent <laughs> of a white guy from Duke in the late '90s into the NBA, where he would then just be referred to as a coach's player a lot. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I assume what you mean is he's equivalent to every white guy from Duke in the '80s and '90s. Yeah, that's They're precisely real. what I'm talking about. All yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, not one. Every. Well, yeah. Well, I just meant like he would be one of them, like amongst all of them. Yeah. 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 Yep. No, it's just, I mean, again, he's uh, unusually shifty, uh, you know, as like the coach's type, you know, those, one of those kind of guys. He's faster than yeah. you think he would be. He's, he's, he's cerebral. Good route runner. He's a gym rat. Yeah, gym rat. Yeah, the real, <laughs> yeah, like you said, all those, all those. Um, but yeah, no, on top of that, like I said, he's a cyborg. He's um, a real hard worker. Real hard worker. Yes. Yep. First guy in the gym, last one to leave. But he doesn't have to go to the gym because he's made out of vibranium. That's true. Uh, can't really improve on or change his body in any way. Not really. Yeah. No. Love it, man. Qua- rock, rock solid pair of picks. So Very so far you have a rock man and a vibranium man. You've got like physically hard Just wait, don't players. To granite man. <laughs> Ooh, deep dive there, going all the way down to granite man. <laughs> Right on. Nick, we are at you in the fourth round here, my good friend. I'm going to do what I think is, is probably a little bit of a reach here. I think that I, I probably don't need to do this just yet, but I, I can tell you guys are, are, are crafty. You're, you're definitely not, uh, not holding anything back here, and if this is something that I want on my franchise, I don't know that I can afford to wait. Um, Should you pick Forrest Gump or something? <laughs> it's a hero. I think if you're talking about football at Alabama, if you're talking about superhero skills that can really impact the outcome of a game, I mean, what if you have the ability to actually straight up manipulate probability? What if you have the skills that the Scarlet Witch possesses and you can pop this onto a football team where you can actually alter your ability to do something or your likelihood of doing something before it happens? Look, we've all been there, right? (laughs) Letting our fear and anger get the best of us intentionally expanding the borders of the false world we created. Yeah. Just throw people into, like, their own target reality. You know, it's like, now all of you guys are just stuck here, so... Yeah, you can make just enough subtle changes in probability that will give you, like, the best possible outcome over and over again. I mean, this is somebody coming from me, me speaking, a guy that loves 
dropping a couple of dimes, throwing a couple of bucks on a sporting event, this is going to be a very, very valuable addition to my team. Not only good on the football team that we're building, but like, I mean, listen, man, maybe, maybe we're not selling a lot of Cokes at the game. Maybe people are, are buying the, the root beer barrel Fago from uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sweet, sweet juice of your quarterback's arms, and we're not filling the seats, right? Maybe uh, the, the team's got to generate some revenue, and I can just, uh, you know, get some, some tips on a, a baseball game or a basketball game and make sure that the franchise stays up and running from a financial so standpoint. So you're suggesting Steve Rogers would be of such low moral fiber <laughs> that he would sell his own juices? This is going full blown capitalism. Uh, Steve like, Rogers out here selling the juice. He's like, he's like literally just like canning his sweat. It might not be from <laughs> might not be from a low moral fiber standpoint. It could he's just be straight up just point. general patriotic capitalism. If Steve is poor and he's turning tricks or making cons to be able to make up for it. People just aren't buying his act anymore. I don't think anyone's letting Steve go poor. As we as we <laughs> found out in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Black Captain America, very poor. White man Steve oh Rogers, God. not poor. I promise you. Like, he's he's taken care of in this deal. Come on, Jake. Just explain the deep-rooted institutionalized racism that remains pervasive in this country to this day. Gina, they're children. So put it in a song, Jake. Watch this. Racism, racism, racism. Gina, I'm hanging racism, up. It's a great song. I'm hanging up. Give me a little bit of mind control. Someone that can stop Quicksilver or the Ant-Man right in their tracks. Oh, it's a tremendous thing. the only way to stop them. How else do you stop them? She can turn the entire stadium into the Great British Bake Off if she wants to. Like, (laughs) I mean, that that would be the WandaVision sequel series. So she joined a football team. And then she turned all the players into contestants on Deal or No Deal. She's kind of like a wizard. Well, like, you know, you get the Belichickian thing going on with her there. Like, just wise all-knowing probably cheating too at the same time yeah man i I respect the pick it is a uh real game changer we're really playing on different planes at this point yeah we're actually which means thoughtful ass picks man which means it's time for me to take my head coach i think it's important to establish my coach at this point okay because we now have reality shifting in play on this football Mm. field you know like we really have a whole multiverse of problems one might even say a whole multiverse of madness raining down around me throughout these games one might say a multiverse of morons ah, ah, he said it he said it one might also call it it's a very moronic playing field we can promise you that and i believe the only person that is going to be solving a multiverse of madness will be mr stephen strange dr stephen strange mm. how long have you been at Kamataji, mr Doctor. Mr. Doctor. It's strange. Maybe. Who am I to judge? Yeah, I kind of thought you guys were both kind of going in the same realm here. I wasn't going that way until he uh, went there. Uh, this, was, this was an adjustment to the draft. The way it's gone, I had to shift. So, Doctor Strange was able to foresee multiple millions of futures and found the one way for the Avengers to eventually defeat Thanos. So I figure he's the best coaching candidate to read all of the fuckery about as Scarlet Witch comes in and does her thing, as Wanda just stirs the pot. I think Stephen Strange is my guy to be most adept as my coach. 
Uh, he's got that. He's he's gonna be kind of a prick coach to everybody. Eh, he's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick, but like you know, do what he tells you to do, and we'll get through this all. And uh, I believe it's even strange to lead this team to greatness as my coach. And then I'm gonna follow that up with a uh, a, a another reach, and I'm gonna join the the symmetry the symmetry club that Mike started over there for one of my players. I'm gonna give him one of his most fearsome allies a person who would never let anything go over his head because his reflexes are too fast and he would catch it and i'm talking about drax and he's invisible drax the destroyer is invisible will never let anything go over his head because he was too fast and he would catch it and i'm gonna play him next to groot on the line on the defensive side and at tight end on the offense so, but he's he's primarily a blocking tight end, but he's a red zone nightmare. Yeah, for sure. Because he'll definitely no cut your arm off, cut your dick off. He'll cut anything off to ensure that he catches the ball. Dude, he's got cool tattoos too, man. He's got sweet tattoos. That's another great reason he to have him play tight end. He will cut anything off. Dude, he will. He will cut all that shit. All of it. Even so shit. those are my two picks. Dr. Steven Strange and Drax the Destroyer. Like, you don't get that moniker for no reason. No, you really do not. do not. He's got to destroy something. You know, so he's got that, like, frat boy type to him a little bit, right? You could see Drax at a kegger. Oh, yeah. He was, like, that dude in high school that was, like, kind of a dick at school all the time, and he was, like, playing on the football team, and then, like, you go to your first party, and he's, like, super hammered, and he's, like, just the fucking coolest dude, and he's, like, yelling, and he's crazy. But he's fun. Yeah. He's just a little out there. Yeah, yeah. that's Drax. I like Drax. That. That's a great pick. I love it. Thank you, sir. That is my fourth and fifth round pick. So you gentlemen each have four picks left on the board. I've got three picks left on the board. And you two fire away. Mr. Nick. So I got a couple ideas here that uh, one of which you, you stole slightly. But that doesn't mean that I can't uh, copycat again, which seems to be a common theme here, which is... Reasonable, because there's going to be some repetition in terms of superhero abilities. Oh, no question. There's going to be some repetition in terms of how you want to generate the squad that you are building. And I want to stick with the uh, the invisibility theme that you had going. And I want to maybe take it to another level with someone that can produce force fields, someone that can really put up some massive resistance. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping out a little bit. It's about time, but I'm, I'm staying in the, in the, the Marvel world to some extent, and I'm going to... I'm going to pop up, uh, how about old little Susan Storm? Hell yeah. I, uh, first of all, love the pick. Second of all, love that you actually thought Drax is invisible. I thought you said the word invisible. Oh, I did. Yeah. It's, it's a joke about a line within the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which he thinks he's turning invisible because he's moving so slowly. <laughs> and other characters. Are, yeah, and then a different character walks in and goes, oh, hey, Drax. Well, so I'm just stealing your verbiage then, I no, guess. I know. No, I, no, I love that I inspired I wanted to play the invisibility angle no matter what. You just got there first, or at least you used the word first, even <laughs> though you didn't like actually a... get there first. I used a fake invisible character and inspired right. your real one, yeah. which I respect your move. Uh, Mike has character. someone that's borderline invisible being Danny Woodhead-sized. 
which is relatively invisible, but not totally invisible. Yeah, you two have aces up your sleeve now. I've, I have no one hidden, that's for sure. My players are vis- very visible. It's an area where I would have... Really Drax thinks he's invisible, like though, which is space pretty Space Ghost. Ooh, like Space Ghost would have been fun here. I really love Space Ghost. <laughs> space Ghost, coast to coast. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. But well, Nick, killer pick, man. That's, yeah. some, that's some rock solid stuff. Sue Storm is versatile as well. She's a hella smart also. Uh, what position are you playing at? What, what is that's Sue another Storm? receiver. We're, we're going back-to-back, receiver, receiver. Damn. Nice. Nick's got someone wild in mind at quarterback, and I'm excited to find out who his quarterback's about to be. It's gonna get out there because he's because he like lucky for he doesn't really have to reach to get his quarterback, which is good for him. But I'm uh, hypothetically, we'll find out. I'm well, you guys excited. both have one, so now I can just let it right, ride. That's what I mean. I can uh, let yeah. it marinate. Yeah, dig yeah. it. Uh, in a little bit. Mike, you up for two? I'm going for my coach. Um, I don't know if at first it's gonna sound like it's you know. Too crazy, or like, uh, too, you know, right out the open there. But, like, I think as I explain it more, it's going to make more sense. Go with Peter Quill, Star Lord, as my coach. Plucky attitude. Dude, don't call us plucky. We don't know what it means. All right, we're optimistic. Yes, I like your plan, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Tell them about the dance off to save the universe. What dance off? It's not a, it's not a, it's not. I can footloose the movie. Exactly like footloose. Is it still the greatest movie in history? It never was. Um, you know, big players guy. You know, definitely going to come in there. Um, you know, get in there, tell everybody, make a plan. He's really good with the plan thing. Um, a little bit of humility. Does get a gang together really well. You know, he's with the, he's got the Guardians, which he's able to kind of corral together. Um, he's kind of an emotional dude sometimes. You know, and sometimes the guys need that. He's a real, like I said, a real players coach, I think. Somebody's really going to get, you know, heart-to-heart with his guys. They're just going to want to play for him, except for Thor. Um, him and Thor, I think that that's that Belichick-Tom Brady. You know, you've got the two that rival each other a little bit. You know, they kind of question each other. They're both great. Um, but y'all might win six rings before you break it up, though, so, you know. Correct. That's all that matters. Yeah. The whole point is that we win. Yeah, and then, eventually, win, baby, win. and then eventually Thor moves on to his party retirement team. And wins two more. There you go. So, Thor, yeah. Yep, that tracks. You can, yeah, you can definitely see yeah. that. Thor, you can come to my team for those last two titles after Mike uh, gets his six and Star-Lord's done coaching you. I think after I, what I've learned so far, I think I'm going to get rid of my uh, you know, my Peter Quill before I get rid of my Thor at that point. Just, uh, just saying. By I the mean, way, one of them is like semi-immortal and the other one is a human. So this tracks. Just to make sure I'm getting this out here too, not a Bob Kraft person here, so I'm not Robert Kraft in this equation. Just want to make sure that that's right out on the table here. Um, Thank you for the clarification. You're welcome. So, yeah, so that leads me to another pick. I'm actually just going to kind of go out on a limb here. Um, For this pick, I'm going to pick Mantis, actually. You feel love. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I feel a general unselfish love for just about everybody. Romantic, sexual love. No, no, I don't. For her. No, that is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's... She just told everyone your deepest, darkest secret. Dude, come on. I think you're overreacting a little bit. You must be so embarrassed. <laughs> Ooh, Guardians picks raining in it. This yeah. Half. So I want to keep you know some cohesion there. But with Mantis, it's like it's you would think she just doesn't do everything, you know. There's not really anything she does too overly well or anything. I feel like she could be pretty acrobatic. Um, but on top of that, I'm going to have her being like a cornerback. I'm going to have her play opposite these receivers. 
and really just kind of get in their heads and just make them fall asleep. If you can't move, you can't play football. You're damn right about that. <laughs> I mean, and not to mention, she's never going to be deceived by what's going on on the field. She can read your emotions. Drax, I mean, yeah. I mean she's definitely going to beat Drax. She's definitely going to beat Drax. Yeah, like she's she's gonna she's gonna neutralize Drax pretty quick. We've learned that time and time again. I need somebody that can neutralize a Hulk. Yeah. It's not gonna be a whole lot of people to do that. So, yeah, yeah it's gonna take her a quick minute to do so though. Yeah. That'll take her some time, like on Thanos. But... That's fine, but that's Thanos. That's true. Gauntlet wielding Thanos. Speaking of, we've made it this far without Thanos. I know. I feel like we're all, like, purposely trying to stay away from the big purple, like, you know, gorilla in the closet. Well, I want to say for the record, you do not get the gauntlet or any of the Infinity Stones when no, you draft Thanos. Bullshit. This is not gauntlet Thanos. That's a cheat code. <laughs> like, that's a full-on cheat code. You do not get gauntlet Thanos. I want to make that <sighs> rule very clear. Well. Thanos is still a very selectable player for this. He's an insanely athletic monster of a dude, but you don't get the gauntlet. Fine. Fine. I was actually just going to pick the gauntlet by itself. <laughs> I don't even need a Thanos. <laughs> it doesn't matter who has it. Just like some... the, yeah, it's just the, the stones themselves, man. <laughs> it's all about the stones. It's all about the stones, man. Nice, man. Nice. Well, that was two for you, eh? Yeah. I really like my team. Nice. It's coming together well. These, these, teams, are, these teams are formidable. The, these matchups are going to be stiff. Mighty. And, uh, of course, you, the listeners, we're going to need your input on these matchups, on these lineups at the end of this. We're going to need you to pipe in on the Twitter streams and on all the social medias out there and tell us which of these teams you think would be most formidable. But, Big Nick, you're on the mound, my friend. I'm pretty excited about this pick. I I think I let this dangle for a while. I'm kind of surprised that this guy is still there, especially knowing your proclivity for uh, things of this nature, Dees. But uh, if you're looking for a red zone threat, if you're looking for a defensive threat, a guy that can stop guys in the red zone, you're really looking for uh, maybe a guy that's got some good reach, right? A guy that can can go up and get a ball. A guy that can outleap defenders, or at least maybe outreach defenders, for example. Maybe my quarterback, yet to be drafted, can throw a ball 17 feet up in the air in the corner of the end zone, and my main man, Reed Richards, can just God reach damn. up and snag I it out of nowhere. There. Help! We've been robbed! Stop! Stop, evildoers! Introducing super-stretching superhero Stretch Armstrong! Yes, Stretch Armstrong! Now stretching fun farther than ever before! He bends, he stretches, even ties and knots, but always returns to his original shape... How's he do that? He's been doing that since he was a kid. Stretch Armstrong from Cap Toys. Who else? I feel like this is a yep. impossible to defend end zone weapon. Oh. This is something that it's you're really going to have a it's challenging an incredible, time It's with. an incredible pick and an underrated facet of Mike's earlier pick of Scott Lang, who can also turn into Giant Man. We yeah. didn't even discuss the implication of that, where Scott Lang can become 40 feet tall. Yeah. But, uh, Basically as big as a, you know, football field. Yeah, so. it can just, like, catch the ball <laughs> and then just, like, fall forward. Yeah. It's really not much you're going to do. But, uh, nonetheless, incredible I mean, pick. You guys now one. have the size advantage. Although Groot can get pretty large. But, I, I, I mean, Groot can do some reaching. But I'll have him on the lines. He's not a weapon for me. You know what we didn't bring up earlier, and uh, it, I think this needs to be addressed, is, you know, you discussed Groot's ability to, to utilize his vines to wrap guys up. Are you concerned about a lot of holding penalties? 
No, he's... Uh, I feel like if you wrap a guy up inside roots and vines, that could be considered holding. No, it's just forming a wall that you're just running It's what the Dallas exactly. Cowboys did all game. Oh, literally the whole game. The entire game. So much holding. Most penalties in a playoff game ever. So much holding. Yeah, that, is you that might... true? Did that happen? Yeah, that's a real thing. Hell yeah. But if you God, do it Cowboys enough, suck, eventually awesome. like, the refs are just going to stop caring, right? Yeah. That's no. true. It didn't seem to happen in the Cowboys game. No, <laughs> but, I mean, no the, the, the refs kept sense. calling. The, ra- the theory holds, but no. The refs were like, nope, they were we dedicated. stay calling, baby. Jim Stick Schwartz with it. Ball. Yeah, I didn't bring this flag for no reason. <laughs> nope, this flag is out here. Nice, man. Reed Richards on the pick. It's a good one, too. He's a good captain. You know, Very get out there again. You got another guy on the field. Very smart. There's a lot going on there. That's a great pick. Indeed, sir. And that leaves me up on the mound with... Two picks. They call me old Derek Two Picks. Oh, two picks. Hey, 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 hey. Mr. Two Picks hey, over here. Two picks, man. Hey, so, uh, let's start with the first of those two picks. Always a good place to start. This man <laughs> is <clears throat> the co-captain along with Steve Rogers. Really, the co-heart and soul of this team as well. He's a leader. He's inspirational. He's regal. He's got technology that most of the rest of the planet can't even fathom, except for those who are hyper-specific to the region of Wakanda. He is our king. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. We're going with the Black Panther. We're going with T'Challa. Should we bow? Yeah, he's a king. Seems like I'm always thanking you for something. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we, we don't do that here. Wakanda forever! Ah, uh, rest in peace, our king. Wakanda forever. Wakanda it's a plain forever. and simple pick. Did you just call him T'Challa? T'Challa. Like the bread? No, it's like his name. T'Challa, what the fuck is that? Bread. So, uh, T'Challa is going to be playing running back and DB for me. He's going to be a floating corner or safety on the defense and my star running back lining up back there with Steve a lot. And uh, even doing some like, you know, there's going to be a lot of trickery where... T'Challa's going to get a few throws a game as well. Like, it's going to be a little bit of wildcat shit going on with that as well. That's but it. it's, it's going to be a versatile offense. Steven Strange is going to dial up some really weird stuff. And you're going to kind of see the two of them lined up in a spot where you're like, you don't know which way the center's going to snap the ball. Is he going to snap straight to T'Challa? Is he going to snap straight to Steve? Who's going to throw? Who's going to run? Who's going to do what? No one fucking knows. They're just both back there. I like it. And it's just leadership supreme. Yeah. This is a very humble locker room. Like, everybody in there. Drax is extraordinarily humble. Extraordinarily. Um, this game turned quick, by the way. Yeah, like, this... <laughs> T'Challa is just a glove fit on this team. The, the style of zen and passion and strength that the rest of this team possesses. He's just he just fits right in. Yeah. He's a real presence in the locker room. Style of Zen. And I have to go with one of the fastest, most powerful beings in the fucking multiverse as well when I go with the next pick, Miss Carol Danvers. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Oh. Yeah, I think she went that way. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, took her she's insanely on. fast. She can fly. She fires photon beams. She's super strong. 
in what world would I not want Carol Dare Edwards? She's fiery. She's competitive. She's that military background. She's got that military background, but she's still a bit of like a rebel within that military background. Yeah. Which I like. I like that bit of re- that bit of rebellion. Especially the rest of the team is so chill. Yeah. It'll be kind of nice for her to be like the spicy wild card of the locker room. Like everyone else is like, we do this together. We ride together. And she's like, ah. And it's like, know. I am Groot. Yeah, and Groot's just hanging in the corner, doing what he's ready to do. Group. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, Carol Danvers, my number seven pick. I think she is a difference maker, especially this late in the draft. I'm, I'm feeling like I've got a real steal here in the seventh round. No, I like that. The photon blast, too. I mean, that's a real, like... They're spicy. That's a real, like, uh, winner right there. The That's underrated. Why have strength if you could just blow somebody up? Oh, completely agree. It's dope. She is certified badass, certified fresh, and I think my eighth pick is going to... I think I'm going to get my eighth pick even after you guys all make your selections. I think I've got a weird one up my sleeve that I want, that no one's going to touch. Certified fresh. Five stars. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. Yeah. Big Nick, you're up for the seventh round selection. Well, I'm in the need of a quarterback. We have uh, We really put it off as long as we could, and I'm... This is drafting new Tom Brady. You're doing it late in the draft, giving him a chip on your shoulder or her a chip on their shoulder. I'm kind of surprised that I put it off this this been- long, as as important of a position as this is. But Hold for here. I think I found a guy that's going to fit everything we're looking for. I mean, we're talking about agility. We're talking about durability. We're talking longevity. We're talking superhuman strength. We're talking one superpower. That really has the ability to swing the tides a little bit. And this is going to be interesting because I don't know if you guys would have ever seen this coming, but I'm looking at filling the quarterback position with the Star Fox. Fox, we're under attack. Help us out here. Star Fox of the Marvel Universe. The Star Fox, you take the euphoric ability to to sway opinions, to get people on your side. You can... Get all the defenders to think, I love this guy playing quarterback for their team so much, I don't even want to intercept the ball. I don't even want to sack this guy. You just feel bad. I just lo- I like him so much. I don't want to hit this guy. That is such a bananas awesome pick. You swing that with all the other skill that I have in terms of speed and size and elasticity. Very underspoken trait that people like in football. I think this really rounds out my offense in a way that nobody saw coming. And for the record, you get Harry Styles in your locker room, who's the actor portraying Night Fox now. And or Star Fox. Star. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a beer named Night Fox at my brewing pub, Arbor Brewing Company, that I just mixed that up with. But yes, you get uh, you get Harry Styles up in the locker room, which means you're gonna get more chicks around, which means the other members of your team are gonna be happy. Everyone on my team loves the ladies, even <laughs> even Storm. <laughs> I would love to see that be new canon. Also, <laughs> that, that's some new canon I can get behind. <laughs> Oh, boy. Mr. Uh, McGarry with your pair of picks, sir. So I'm actually, uh, I went a little bit more reasonable with these last couple picks here. Uh, I went at more the actual athletic range here. So, for my next pick, I pick out of Wakanda, Mbaku. <laughs> oh, man. Killer pick. <laughs> I make the pronouncements here, yeah, girl. Look, uh, your highness. The new king is a yes. The new king. (laughs) 
You cannot talk. One more word, and I will feed you to my children. I'm kidding, we are vegetarians. <laughs> Linebacker, defensive end, extraordinaire, my guy. So I'm going with uh, Mbaku. I like him, again, just in that more traditional linebacker role. You know, maybe creep up to the line here or there, throw in a blitz. You know, go in at the quarterback. I want to see him, you know, just really get in there and get after it. Um, he's tough. He can corral dudes. Uh, he's just awesome. I think he's a great, you know, he's a great real team guy. And I think he really gets that uh, veracity and gets everybody really pumped up. I just love Mbaku there. And I thought he was one of those that was sitting around, and I'm like, how the hell did he make it this far? Dude, Mbaku's an incredible pick. He's a badass. He is fucking awesome. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, if not for Shuri, I think he would have been my favorite, like, secondary character of Black Panther. I, I love Shuri so much that she's, he's my number two. But I, M'Baku, great pick, physical specimen, yeah. going to be fast enough to do a, verse, a variety of things on your defense. and all, like Yeah, field, love the pick. Field general. Ooh, yeah, field general for sure. Uh, battle leader. Which is going to bring me to, I, I, it's making me sad saying it, it's my last pick here. Um, oh, we're reaching the end. My last pick, I'm going with a running back. Shang-Chi. <laughs> I should also probably mention that my name's not technically Sean. What? What is it? It's Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? No, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang. Shan. Shang. Shan. S-H-A-N-G. Shang. Shang? Yeah. You change your name from Shang to Sean? Agility to the max. I want somebody that nobody's going to be able to get. Nobody's going to be able to catch. If he needs to fight you off, he can kick your ass, too. Um, Certainly can. I, I just, he's got that, like, suave to him that, like, running backs seem to have. They're just smooth and, like, you know, I just, yeah, I just thought he would be perfect in that role. And he really rounds out a really fun group for me. He's also got that Ricky Williams zen. He like, you know how does. Ricky Williams, a.k.a. being like a stoner who's into astrology in the NFL? Yeah. Like, uh, His zen was weed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and astrology. That's the thing. Like, He's like a professional astrologist now. Which just means he's like really good at like uh, like horoscopes, uh, yeah, uh, horoscopes and stuff, man. Uh, like, uh, uh, he gets he gets interviewed on the Dan Lebatard show with Stu Gatz podcast regularly, and uh, he is just a trip. That dude is hilarious, and I love that this is his life now post NFL. It's like yeah, you know, I just like oh, he also did like uh, the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, I kind of really have to like admire him, and you know, not to get too far away from things here, but like I really have to admire that he stuck with that. Like, it ostracized him from the league. It was like, oh, he just fucking smokes weed and shit, all that. He just needed to wait until his time was right. And now everybody's like, holy shit, man, he was smart. Yeah, Ricky was 10 years to 20 years ahead of fucking everybody. Yeah, he just was like, yeah, I know eventually this shit's going to be legal. So, like, I'm good with getting not getting my ass kicked forever for this. I'll just start smoking weed and talking about the stars and shit. No. Tremendous pick to round out the draft, sir. I do. Uh, I, I feel like you should be very proud of the team you've assembled. I am. My team looks forward to battling yours. 
uh, throughout the season. Well, we're gonna in win. this hypothetical season uh, that the Twitter followers are going to determine who wins ultimately. My team is We Are Mighty. Nice. That's the team name. That's it. Nice. I yeah. just came up with it. It's really good. It's really good. We are Mike T. Uh, Mike our T. team name is We Are Groot. We are. <laughs> oh, fuck. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that was actually the other reason for the number one overall pick. Literally walked right into that. Yeah, I, uh, that was actually the secondary reason of switching to him as number one overall. Because I didn't think he'd fall back to me. So, Mike, let me ask you this. Because I don't think Nick would have taken him. Not to discount Nick's research. I just don't think he would have thought of the tree person first. His research has been killing it. Yeah. But you might have because you love Groot as much as me. I do. Would, if, I had taken, if I had taken Hulk, Nick had gone another direction, would you have taken Groot with one of your two? I don't know if I would have taken him that early. Fair enough. I know See? I would have taken him, but I would not. Sure. I don't think I would have gone one or two. That's fair. All right, so I might have had a chance at him and my next wave of picks, but I don't regret anything some of because it, we are Groot. Some of it for me, too, is just a matter that, like, I almost don't see original Groot anymore. Like, it's when true. I think of Groot, I think of now I think of teenage angsty Groot. So I'm like, hey, Groot, like, what the fuck's that going to do for you? Well, not, hey, he stepped up and became a hero at the very end there in Affinity War. He chopped his own arm off to make the handle for Stormbreaker, sir. He did, and that's sweet. He but found he, his voice as a hero. That version of Groot isn't, yeah, I just don't. Oh, it's the least cool of the three. Like, between no, he's still Groot, cool. OG Groot, and teenage Groot, he's the least cool. I love him still. But like big big Groot, I didn't really think of like that's a that's a that's a football. He's a player powerhouse right football player. Yeah, he's also super zen in the locker room. He's not gonna cause you any problems. He's just gonna no. chill in the corner. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And Nick, Nick, that brings us to you, my friend. Nick, with this last pick. From a personnel standpoint, I'm pretty satisfied with what we've done so far. I think we have a wide range of abilities. We have a wide range of skill sets. We have the ability to beat you physically. Mentally. And non-physically and mentally. Yeah, we also have the ability to control your thoughts. So we've really capitalized on everything. And the control your thoughts thing is something that I think is going to come in handy when it comes to a head coach. I think that uh, if you have the ability to influence, that's the true mark of a quality head coach. And this is actually the first time that I've stepped out of the MCU. So I didn't really cheat too much. (laughs) I I didn't cheat. I didn't skew. I didn't take advantage of the liberties I was given. But I'm going to now, and I love it so much that I just can't I can't restrain myself from breaking the rule. Well, bending the rules, I suppose, one time. And I think the best coach slash director of player personnel slash owner slash GM slash everything involving player maintenance is going to be Professor X. Shit. Intro Crimea. A gentleman would at least offer to buy me a drink first. <laughs> Newman? Find a bit for me and a brandy for the lady, please. How did you know that? Lucky guess. Name's Xavier. Charles Xavier. How do you do? Amy. Heterochromio is in reference to your eyes, which I have to say are stunning. One green, one blue. It's a mutation. It's a very groovy mutation. I've got news for you, Amy. You are a mutant. First you proposition a girl, and then you call her deformed. How is that seduction technique working for you? I'll tell you in the morning. Think if you can throw Professor X out there in terms of commanding a team of these powerful personalities, both mentally and physically, is there anybody better to fill this role? Who could possibly be better to fill this role? Nobody. And by fill this role, I mean fill all of those roles. We're talking about a fucking icon here, folks. Who also has mind control, by the way, while we're at it. This is a phenomenal ass pick. This is a great (laughs) way to take advantage of a rule set so nicely. 
It's well done on all accounts. So my biggest question to you is, are we talking... We're talking old man Patrick Stewart style, Professor. Certainly. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're talking the older, the better, in a wheelchair, doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. It's, it's very good stuff. Yeah, the egg helmet, that whole thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. No, that's indisputable, man. That's a fucking coach, that's your coach, a coach yeah. right there. That's how we round out our, uh, our upper management slash coaching level of the team. That's yeah, how you do it. Yeah, I mean, he's also kind of morally on the gray area there where, like, you can definitely make uh, oh, we a, love an that. argument. We have no way. problem with, with breaking rules a little bit, just as long the, as you don't get caught. Yeah, you just need him to look really good. <laughs> you know, and he does. He's got the optics. Yeah, if you can sell it well. He's old, he's white, well. he's bald. Yeah, Jerry um, Jones has been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Probably rich. Robert Kraft has been doing it to uh, massage therapists in Florida for yeah. at least the last three years. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly, sir. And that brings us to the end of the draft here. I've got one last pick to close this sucker out. And I got to tell you, I feel really good about my final pick here. Uh, she can't do the giant thing like uh, Scott Lang can. And, you know, she sees that. In the reflection of the draft results, she's several rounds later as a result of that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go Scott Lang. You wouldn't have gotten Scott Lang if you waited till later. Yeah, no, I knew that. Or Luis somehow. You'd find you a way to um, pocket hole him in there like a coach maybe. Well, he's, or, no, uh, he's just a fan in the stands. And uh, he's the guy that we cut to at halftime. He's part of the no, – We're dominant type. He is the anchor of the broadcast team oh, yeah. that broadcasts these games. That's what Luis is. He's up there like Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, can really see him calling. The halftime show just kind of ends with the cameraman just cutting away from him because he just hasn't stopped talking for seven straight minutes. And they're like, we got to go to commercial and go back to the game. And Luis is like, so anyway, man, early in the second quarter, uh, this reminds me of this time that my cousin was at a wedding. And, oh, uh, you know how he loves Freebird. He really loves that, this high range of that guitar solo, man. Yeah. But on that note. Yeah. No, I gave, yeah, that would be good, but I'd love it. That would be good. And, uh... Yeah, Wasp rounds out my picks. In other words, you have to know how to punch. I was in prison for three years. I know how to punch. Show me. Terrible. You want to show me how to punch? Show me. That's how you punch. But I just realized I never interrupted the, this proceeding with the first ever inaugural Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a show that's very dear to my heart called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D that the Marvel Cinematic Universe just feels determined to bastardize. They just refuse to acknowledge the existence of this great, great show. And I, for one, want more people to watch this so eventually it too, like the Netflix heroes, might find its way into canon. That's the big hope here for me personally. Mike ever so diligently and ever so kindly has agreed to let me have one minute per episode to give you some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. goodness. And uh, this first blast is actually going to cover 15 whole episodes of the show. Because, let me be clear, this is the reason that it doesn't have the viewership it deserves. The first 15 episodes of this show suck. Like, minus, like, 20 minutes worth of fun things scattered tinily across those 15 episodes. Tinily, people. It largely sucks. But then... Ant-Man size. Yeah, these are just a couple of quick caveats I'm going to get since I'm covering 15 episodes in my first blurb. Then we find out in Winter Soldier that Hydra has been within S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time and the show becomes interesting from that point on. And I'm going to give you my rundown of the things that happened before that so that all of you may be ready 
And you can just pick up where the show gets good. I don't want you to have to wade through 15 episodes of bullshit because I love you as fans of ours, as listeners. We appreciate you. And I want to give you this gift of joining me in a rewatch of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or for you, maybe watching the first time if you never gave it a shot. So if you decide you want to start at age, episode 16, here's my notes and timer may begin. Go. Here we go. Here's everything you need to know before starting at episode 16, the beginning of the end. Agent Coulson is somehow still alive and leading a team of agents. Agent May, a quiet badass who refuses to fight for a while and is their pilot. Fitz and Simmons, two nerdy scientists who might be in love and might be twins. Grant Ward, a classic, heroic, really fucking lame, handsome white guy who just kind of sucks super hard and is insanely boring for like 15 straight episodes. Uh, who also seems to be in love with the next character, who we meet named Sky. She's awesome. She's a hacker. She quickly becomes a member of their team, even though she's reluctant because she doesn't trust the government. They chase down weekly baddies in a way that feels like a very Law & Order procedural type show. They eventually do an episode dealing with the episodes of the Dark World. They also meet Lady Sif. And then we find out about the big reveal within Hydra being within S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time. And they're also chasing a person named the Clairvoyant. And also Phil Coulson keeps saying Tahiti is a magical place. And we know nothing else about what the fuck that means for several seasons. But it's important to know that it happened several times early. And that has been your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Minute brought to you by Luis. I mean, Derek. Thank you, Derek. That was enlightening. Yeah, that's the rundown. Really that's that that's 15 episodes yeah. worth of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. hot garbage. Uh, one other thing, there's a weird Cyborg ripoff character. Yeah, it's just like of... a blatant ripoff of fucking Cyborg uh, within the MCU. But uh, Very rough. Yeah, the Deathlock character is really bad in that <laughs> show. It's really tough to watch. Like, it's really tough to watch. But uh, that's my last interruption. And we've reached the end of this draft. Gentlemen, how do you feel about your first ever superhero fantasy football team they're super thanks for asking oh they're heroes god you guys are so insightful like really giving me goods i, I pitched the ball to you and you both just like crushed it out of the park for me there really yeah, gave man, me a lot I mean, you to really threw with. me a beach ball there yeah i lobbed it right up and you gave me a fucking one word answer awesome work <laughs> that's, a, that's really great podcasting both of you guys I think I came in in the dark a little bit, and I uh, I feel like I'm gonna leave with the with the light. I uh, I'm pretty ecstatic about what I what I put together here. I think that you, uh, Derek, you went pretty interesting in that you really tried to play the matchup game, right? So you've got uh, you've got a speed versus speed matchup with Quicksilver and the Flash. You've got a minuscule ability to shrink and be very agile with the Wasp and the Ant Man. You you uh, you kind of countered a lot of picks by coming back with the same type of superpowers so i know you're going to be able to to stop people but i'm, I'm not certain to know where you're going to excel i don't know what your advantages are oh my advantages are in leadership good heart <laughs> spunk tenacity i assume when you say spunk you're referring to the sweet juice in captain america's <laughs> arm i precisely am referring to that juice my friend <laughs> that is the exact type of spunk i'm referring to is that like See, the special Nick stuff in me. space jam <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, sweet juice. That sweet, sweet juice, man. That's what it's all about. The sweet, sweet juice. Yeah, no, I don't know about all that. That's scary, actually. It seems like it might be, like, against the rules. You know, like, uh, it's like a HGH kind of thing. Like, their their whole team was on the sweet, sweet juice. Well, let me tell oh. you, no one has been able to lock down what the formula is for the sweet, sweet juice, so they can't ban it because they don't know what the fucking composition is. 
They like want to ban it. Like there's a bunch of lobbyists out there like trying to ban the sweet, sweet juice, but no one has figured out the formula. So they don't know what the fuck to ban. I think it's a trademark issue. I think it's, it's, it was, it was actually copyrighted by the sweet, sweet Dr. Seuss. Mm. Which is now, I feel like he's sweet, not getting his. Yeah, who hopped on Pop one too many times and is now deceased. Yeah. yeah. He, also, he also had a, a Star Fox uh, in socks, in a box. And on he the ate clocks. the five buck box. It rocked, it rocked. Mm-hmm. It rocks with a box of lots of dreadlocks. <laughs> Man, we are devolving here very quickly. She has a quick devolution. Holy but do you guys hell. remember that Charles Barkley commercial? Which one? <laughs> no. It was for Taco Bell. It was like the five buck box. It rocks. It rocks. It rocks like a box with. Uh, like, it rocks like a fox. It rocks like a socks. It rocks like a guy with lots of dreadlocks. I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck in Space Jam, man. Honestly, it was, yeah, it was, it was Charles Jones. Barkley basically being Dr. Seuss in a Taco Bell commercial. I don't and believe it, this is a real thing. Jones. Oh, we'll Google it later, and it might be one of the best Basketball things that pop culture has ever created. The five buck box, it rocks, it rocks. It rocks for a meal with lots and lots. It rocks for a jock, it rocks for a fox. It rocks blocking shots on guys with dreadlocks. What comes in this box, this box that rocks? A cheesy gordita crunched to much. We are sweet, but A crunchy taco and cinnamon twist? Both on the list. And wait, let me think. An ice cold drink. That is lots and lots in just one box. It is only five bucks, and that's why it rocks. So oh, thank you so much yeah. for listening along, everyone. This was the inaugural tag team event between D2B2 Sports and the mm. Morons of the Multiverse. Yeah, all part That's of fun. the blank name umbrella that we're going to put in the beginning of this thing when we finalize the name of the uh, network we're putting all these on. It's going to come right before the five, four, three. Wait, yeah, it's what, gonna... what's you guys got it right the first two. Oh, times. that's what's right. That? It was two one, but after that, yep, yeah. Nice the Yeah, see, Nick was like taking notes earlier, but you know he lost the notes on counting down after that. What tough break? Well, it's a legal pad. I have a hard time reading on yellow paper. Mm. Yeah, I should. That's actually why I did that to you. I actually this was very intentional to pull your game. Straight sabotage. Subtle sabotage. You know. Legal pads are just not good for numbers. Everybody knows this. It's but, for legalities. It's for legalities. But make sure to hit the like button, the follow button, the subscribe button, whichever of those most likely brings you back to listening to the podcast <laughs> this is uh, hosted by. We want to have you listen to more of our stuff. Uh, Mike and I, with the Morons of the Multiverse, will be discussing the MCU mostly with some dalliances into the DCEU lightly, amongst other hot topical nerd fandom galore topics. But we're certainly centric in our love and passion for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Nick and I... We'll be deep diving, weird angles. That's the D2, by the way, deep diving. Okay. Uh, one of the D2s. The D2B2 can largely be defined by you as a person or by us on any given week. But one of the intended D2s is deep dive, along with talking about best balls, talking about bad breaks, talking about various combinations of B2s out there. <laughs> best balls. Best bets. Bad beats. Keep Many bears, B2s. beats, yeah. yeah. Battlestar Galactic. Yeah, that's a B3, but okay. it certainly fits in the template. So, my friend, I'm okay. proud of you for that reference. Yeah, no, we're good. But You did say best this, balls. But, I did. Yeah. But it feels damn good those. to have done this. These two gentlemen sitting by me are two of my closest friends in this world and two people who I've known for a very long time in life. And so, taking on this challenge and... Doing these shows week in, week out with these gentlemen is going to be something I am 
so thrilled to be a part of. So we hope... It's jazzy. We hope you want to listen along. We hope you've dug what you've listened to. We hope you want to learn all about gambling from Nick and I's Gambling 101 episode and see what kind of weirdness we got up to with our Muppet Fantasy Football Draft. And listen to all of our weird sports takes throughout the season involving daily fantasy, building weird parlays, daily five picks, etc., etc. We're going to be doing draft coverage. We're going to be doing all sorts of sports angles. And Mike and I are going to be playing all sorts of weird games, talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, talking about the music, talking about the gear, talking about each of the individual categories of greatness that define this beautiful universe that we want to talk to you about week in, week out. Amen, brother. And of course, we'll do some uh, live reaction episodes as new content comes around as well. But there's a million podcasts giving you their live reactions and going on for an hour and a half about a 30-minute episode of a show. Yeah. We don't want to be just that for you. We want, no. to pl- we want to get weirder than that. We want to dive deeper, much like Nick and I, into that as well. So yeah. we hope you dig our concepts and we hope you follow along. Make sure to drop a review. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group, any of the places that you may be interested. Tell us if you love us. Tell us if you hate us. Just tell us. Oh, yeah. We love you. No press is bad press. If you want to blast this whole thing and talk about what a bunch of jackasses we are, we're totally, here for it. Yeah, Just totally make sure to share it. it on your main feed. Yeah. Like, say it from your chest. That's all we care about. If you're yeah. going to blast us, blast us in a public way so that your friends might see it and be like, what the fuck is this thing this guy's blasting? And listen to us. And then maybe y'all will debate. And maybe one of you will be like, oh my god, Mike's team would kick everyone's ass. It's way better. And go. then your buddy's going to be like, no freaking way, dude. Jesus' team was way better. And then three other guys are going to be like, oh, my God, the guy, the, team, the guy that could go inside and outside Marvel but still only did so with outside with one pick crushed all of them with Nikki Sager. You don't know what this is about. We want to know from you. And I think this has been a five-minute outro or so now, so I'm going to actually wrap it up for reals. Are right, you ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Peace out! Ow! Checking out the first collaboration of Morons of the Multiverse with D2B2 Sports, two-thirds of the Good Fun Media Army over here. You'll find Morons of the Multiverse dropping new episodes every Wednesday. You'll find D2B2 Sports dropping episodes every Friday. And you will find, after the laugh track, our sitcom fandom podcast, talking about all the binge-worthy shows we love so much, every Thursday. Thanks for listening, y'all. See ya!